This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Free. Jordana, it is such a pleasure to be back here with you. How are you? What's going on? How's the wedding planning? I'm great. Um, the yeah. wedding planning is stressful, but um, you know, it's it's a first world stress, so that's great. Of course. Tough so. to complain about that publicly. Like, oh my God, you guys, ever, someone's exactly. like, yeah, my, my, uh, my whole family's sick. Oh, I know. I get it. I get <laughs> it. I, I can't find a veil, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you feel like an asshole, even talking about it, um, and like, you have to remember that no one really cares. Like, even when people are asking you, they like, yeah, don't. They, they're asking you because they know it's something that sounds interested, but it's like a fake question. Right. And I remember because I remember hearing about other people's weddings and I never really cared and I would always ask. So I try to remember that. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's it, it's the equivalent of like, how are you? And then someone goes, oh, I got to tell you. And you're like, damn right. it. Now I got to hear how exactly. I didn't want to know how you're doing. I wanted to just sound like I wanted to know how you're doing. Exactly. But if you actually do want to know how I'm doing, head on over to Betch's Brides <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you all about my, uh, you know, Stressful first world problems. Yeah, and commiserate about weddings with exactly. Jordana. That's great. And we just, for those of you who don't um, who don't know or aren't aware, we also just launched Betch's Moms. So if you are in the the mom curious, we like to call group, which is where you're thinking about kids, or you are pregnant, or you're trying to get pregnant, or you have a small child, this could be the Betch's vertical for you. I got to say, I saw the Betch's Moms uh, you know, creation. I didn't know it was coming, but I saw the Instagram like announcement. I yeah. have now followed the account so I can be in on all the mom gossip. Oh, great. Um, I, I, I understand it because I'm like, good. I'm, I'm excited for you guys because Betches is kind of the home of like, honestly speaking about things that aren't really easy to talk about. That's like laughing. Yeah, yeah. Laughing at the, at the ugliness of life, laughing at how dating is annoying. You know, this is that's what this podcast is: laughing about dating and the stresses of it, that, because they are real problems. But hopefully, we can smile at it and realize that we're all together. So, I think the mom space, I, I, I did nothing has made more sense to me in the entire world. If, if you care at all <laughs> about my opinion, I was like, this is a great spot. Yeah, uh, I think it, it, it makes sense for our brand. I think there's a lot there to talk. I mean, I wouldn't know, but for those who are in that space, I think there's a lot there to talk about um, that, that people don't really talk about or things, that, thoughts that people have about being a mom that are a little perhaps inappropriate or these things they are afraid to say out loud. And this is going to be a, a good space to, to talk about all that shit. It's like <laughs> that scene in Bridesmaids where they're just like, the mom is like, I, ha I got to get away from these fucking idiot kids. You know, like that yeah, type right. of stuff. Like I, I, and, and listen, when we were going into the office and taping this at Betch's, you know, HQ, there were, you know, babies popping out everywhere. Yeah. So you guys of... got plenty of moms to source for this comedy in this, in this perspective. 
We do. We have a, quite a few Betches employees who are in that either thinking about having kids or already have kids space. So check it out. Give us your feedback. Let you know what you think. Jared, what do you have coming up? It's now um, September 23rd. 23rd. I'm coming on the road, people. Outdoor shows, socially distanced shows. They're all happening. Providence, Dallas, uh, Raleigh, Kansas City. So the, that's what's coming up. Providence, Dallas, Raleigh, Kansas City. Also, uh, Royersford, Pennsylvania. Royersford, Pennsylvania. It's all on my website, uh, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Yeah. Those should be great shows. I think comedy is what people really need right now. Um, it's always funny to hear me hear you like say the cities that you're going to and realize that I've been pronouncing them wrong in my head. The, like what, for my entire you, life. Well, maybe I'm saying I'm wrong. What? Which one? I used to. I thought it was rally, but it's. It, you I think thought it you're was right. Raleigh. You're probably you're you're probably right. I, um, I I don't know. I I I maybe I maybe we're both saying it wrong, and it's like Rayleigh or something. It seems like it's like a it's like a fair. I wouldn't say it's like the most popular city in America, but it's. I feel like it's kind of up there. Like I should know how to say it. You. We should know. We should right. be more sure than both of us are. I, I have no confidence, so I'm now, now I'm it's backing off like when you used to it. say La Jolla. Yeah, La Jolla. I exactly. just sit there like that an idiot. in my head for yeah, a while. Yeah. Like that's, I'm, and for the listeners at home, I'm very notoriously bad for pronouncing things, so I don't, I, I get it wrong frequently. Well, we won't hold it against you. I'm excited to go to all these towns. Um, the feedback, again, like you said, people need comedy right now. Like, Listen, we're doing as best we can. If you don't feel comfortable coming, that's okay. If you if you want to, if you're not sure, call the clubs. You can hear about all their policies and what they're doing to stay with, you know, stay as safe as possible. So, you know, uh, I'm doing a lot of outdoor shows. I'm doing some indoor shows of that are 50% capacity. So, whatever your comfort level is, I'm not gonna. Uh, you do you. I'll do me, and we'll figure it out. So, I would say though, go to my website, jaredfree.com. The feedback that I've gotten is. Um, it's like too much. It's, you know, you know, when like someone says nice things to you and you're like, well, I didn't mean to do any of this all. Like, it's just, you could tell people are like, wow, this night was my best night of 2020. And I'm like, listen, oh, I talked awesome. about, yeah, I talked about farts for an hour. Like, I, I don't know. And it's like, so I guess somebody <laughs> like, just goes I didn't to show really, you things are not happening this year. <laughs> yeah, really? No, they, no the, I've the seen you do are slim. I've seen you do stand up. It's always a good time, even though I've I've seen you a few times. Every time, it's funny. Thank um, you. I appreciate that. I, and uh, I'm looking forward to eventually you doing New York shows because I'll be there also. New York will happen. It's coming. Um, you know, knock on wood, all that stuff. I'm, I'm I stay in the land of positive. Also, if you're wondering about what I do, I have a YouTube page. I have a YouTube page, and I'm starting to put up clips of stand up and. It's listen, YouTube. Listen, I know that I'm living in in a safe space here. I got you, Jordana. I, I you know, we we like each other. We're friends. The listeners here are are friendly to us. YouTube is the land of disgusting people. So I need you guys to give me some positivity there uh, because I get so I get so tense about releasing stand up over YouTube, and I've started to do it. And so some positive comments there would be really nice. And subscribe to my page, and also. The Bachelorette is coming up, and I want to make a little bit of an announcement, if that's okay with you, Jordana. Go for it. I'll be live screaming every episode of The Bachelorette, like I always do, and then right after The Bachelorette, I'm going to be doing a post-game show on my YouTube page called The Rose Rehash. 
I'm going to have guests. I'm going to do a recap of the show. I'm going to have a special guest, and then I'm going to give out awards every episode. So now I am legitimately doing free work Monday nights from like, you know, 6 p.m. until 2 a.m. And listen, this is a lot of bachelorette stuff. It's all happening stuff. on YouTube? So the live stream happens on Instagram, okay. like I always do. And then I'll be like, goodbye, Instagram. We're going to YouTube. And it's going to be on YouTube. Uh, That's YouTube. awesome. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. I'll be tuning in. This season seems like it's going to be a shit show. I it's going to be wild. I've, I've generally stopped watching, but this season I think I only want to see it when it's a train wreck. I don't want to see it when it's like a good I've, I've said I've said that this. No, it makes total sense. I, I actually talk about this a lot where – the Bachelor, Bachelorette. There's some people that watch it like they are watching Cinderella. They want to see beginning, middle, end, engagement. Love story, yes. They want the love story. I am not one of those people. I'm like you. I watch it like a day trader. Like I want, you right. know, up and down, up and down. I want spreads in the market so I can make my jokes. So I'm We're with like, you. I like a good yeah. train wreck. We're like the Joker. We just want to watch yes. the world burn. <laughs> That's right. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows 
Let's get what to the we, episode. Yeah, let's do it. What are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we're talking about a, a good topic. We've never talked about it before. Um, and it's what to do about having sent someone your nudes and to know, can you ask someone to delete your nudes after you break up? Okay, so this is a tough question because some of it is like unavoidable to me. Like, you, it, you know, it, it's, you know it, it's one of those things where it's, do you know what I mean? I, I don't mean to say it's unavoidable, but I'm saying. It's out there. Well, I'm not. I hope it isn't. I'm saying you're dealing. When you ask, can you ask someone to delete your nudes after you break up? You're assuming that that person is a bad person. You know, like you are, the assumption you, is you are and you're not. But you're also assuming like some someone could steal their phone or anyone around them could, you know, or sure. I don't know. I, like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you can't stop someone from going in the street. And running over everyone with their car, like that's a scary thing to say. But I'm saying, like, like I, I, that's this to me. Like, I, I have been sent nudes. I have sent out my nudes. I have not continued those relationships. Those people have dumped me, and I've dumped them. And it's those relationships have ended. I never went. You know, to me, it was never like, um, you know, like, oh well, now I have these just in case I want to get them. You know what I mean, like. It, right. It, 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 that to me is an evil thing to do to someone. I agree. I can see how like I understand. I get that mentality of like, OK, like you're the, the, unless you're you've dated like a sociopath or someone truly like with very bad intentions. Like sure. you wouldn't you wouldn't think you would have to worry about it. But I could see why I wouldn't be comfortable, even if I didn't think they were going to do anything with it. Just the fact that someone else out there like had it. Sure. Just in yeah. case. I, I mean, I understand being uncomfortable because, like, listen, um, as a guy, um, and I'll say from the male perspective, I'm not saying that, like, listen, there's horrors of being a woman and you, you can get into those. But I'm saying my personal perspective is an ex could walk away, especially me as a public person, and say, Jared Freed has a small penis. Jared Freed doesn't last a long time in bed. Jared Freed has... Uh, cries after we have sex every time right. jared free could say and, anything they wanted to and also. and that's that, as right, yeah. good as a nude to be honest like that they can say whatever they want because then it becomes well why would this person lie you know you know it becomes their word against mine and now it's like also do i and i'm sitting here going no it's a bit it's a, it's a fine size penis i swear <laughs> to god you know like well, who sounds like they're more of the liar and then you know like no it's a strong medium i'm, I'm telling you please <laughs> believe me i swear you know like it's like now i sound like the right. desperate thing i don't you can't feel control that right i can't control that no i lasted a minute and a half isn't that the going rate you know like i i don't <laughs> do you know what i mean like there's no right so i i i think of that like a nude too like i uh where it's like you you do everyone you date, you kind of have to tr like again. A guy could walk away and be like, or anyone yeah, you that send send that to, anyone you're intimate with and vulnerable with can embarrass you, right? Yeah. Right? Like, have you with sent anything, out a nude? With, well, with, I haven't, but um, for I think this sort of very reason is part of it just like the fact that like the internet to me seems like it's written very much in like ink and anything mm -hmm. you send out cannot be taken back and again that's not to say that it's bad to do that i think for myself i'm just very much on the like overly cautious side and i just wouldn't i wouldn't want it because things just float you know you never I, know i listen i know and i i think like i think of this as a public person and and right. and all of us are public people don't get, you know, all of us have 200, you know, Instagram followers. 
All of us have Facebook friends. We've all turned ourselves into public figures. When you break up and you feel like I got to tell my Instagram followers when you have no followers at all, yeah, you're public at that point. So in the same way, like, you know, if you're Facebook friends and you guys share a lot of mutual friends, yeah, that person can embarrass you. And it, it, just by saying anything, I'm saying like right. even beyond nudes, you live in a world where the social media is a hellscape in a, 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 as good as it is for people and as much of a distraction it is, is as much as it can be evil and awful. Right. Someone could screenshot any text you've sent them, sent them saying things that you perhaps wish you didn't say there. I l- listen, I could uh, be dating someone, sending nudes for, you know, we could be sending nudes as a, as a, as a couple. And then it ends. And then that person can go out and go, well, look at what he used to send me. Like he's a, look at, he's a nude sender. Even that's embarrassing to me. Right. You know, yeah, like I mean, even though it, we, even though we both agreed to send each other nudes, it can become embarrassing. Like I, I I'm just saying like, this is. It, 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 when you send a nude, these are the waters you swim in, but it doesn't even have to be sending a nude. It can just be this person can, you know, I'm saying this can happen without sending a nude too. No, I agree. I just think a picture is like more like, you know, this is oh, totally. Abs- it, abs- seem, yeah. it, it seems to hold more weight than say like someone just saying that you said something or, um, you know, spreading whatever, rumors they want like a physical picture seems does seem to hold a little more weight in my mind sure i i think i don't know if if that's illegal if they were to do anything with it like I, I, is that i'm pretty sure that's like a revenge well, there's, porn there, law? I, re- revenge porn and i think they've started to do laws about it i know very little about this i'm i'm i, I, I don't know that much thing, either do you want to read the email and we'll uh, go a little bit further? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. If anyone knows what the actual laws around that are, please let us know. But and I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure there's some element of it, especially as it pertains to like a sex tape is illegal. And I'm sure it's state to state. You know, like you don't know what it is. Right. But anyway, she writes in. Um, this is an SOS if we're being honest. I, uh, Hi, J&J. I'm in a weird pickle. I dated a guy for about eight months, and he told me he wanted to marry me and loved me more than anyone ever. Cool, right? No. Nope. Well, <laughs> well, not cool. That, to me, that love bomb shit of I love you more than anyone else, you're the best, whatever. I don't know when he said that, but like that's always, to me, that's always suspect. Right. Anyone who's like pitching you a deal that seems like too good to be true, too soon to be true, is usually like not. It's yeah, like thinking I, about like, a person is trying to sell you a luxury handbag out of their trunk for, you know, <laughs> where the, a quarter where of the price. The, yeah. Oh, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. We don't have serial numbers. It's cool. You know, like, right. <laughs> that's to me. That's the, the red flag I get at anyone saying things like far too early. I, especially um, I want to marry you. Like that means you have no respect for what that will become. Like you right. have no respect for marriage. If you're going, I'd want to marry you. And like, you might like, say that to anyone. Exactly. Like just saying that has no gravity, but let's go on. Anyway, cool, right? No. He broke up with me over text and said he missed being single and then tried to match with my best friend on Hinge three weeks later. Like, come on, all around shitty situation. Brutes. Anyway, over our relationship, I sent him a fair amount of nudes. I don't care if I ever see this guy or my nudes again. He could fall off a bridge and float away for all I care. But if he ever leaked my nudes, I might have to go to jail for arson. Kidding. Kind (laughs) of. (laughs) <laughs> do you have any hot wrecks on how to handle this situation or is it a lost cause and just hope for the best and then he deleted the pics like he deleted his feelings for me Ooh. 
This For is reference. a poet. Yeah. <laughs> you deleted the pics. Like you deleted my feelings. For reference, <laughs> we kind of, we broke up in July and it's September now, but this kind of haunts me still. So what do I do now? I've never heard of any podcast covering something like this before. So any tips would be awesome. Anyway, thanks for doing the Lord's work every day. Much love. Um, XOXO. Gossip Girl better keep the nudes on lock. Yeah, I. this is a tough one to like answer because you have to trust that people are generally like, fine people you know like not everyone's a sociopath not everyone's a crazy you know and i i do understand that like listen i've i i had i've had this thought cross my mind i'd be lying if i said i didn't i've i've thought Wondering of like, what people with pictures of you might do with them one day yeah where they go you know that they feel wronged by that the relationship didn't work out and that's an ego thing like they're gonna be fine you right. know like they're they're not like still like waiting to get me you know i don't think that's the case you, you know or even dad- like okay can i ask man i think this happens less with women than men where men sure. will like i don't know if this is like a thing that in the ma- in the in the male friendship community has seemed to be fucked up have you ever or heard of or have you ever done this where you've sent a picture that someone sent you to a friend no i haven't done that because there is a point especially if you care about the person where you're like no, this is us together. Like, I'm not saying I'm beyond that, like that idea of like, whoa, look how hot this girl is, you know, like, right. and, you know, people now don't send a lot of times with like a face in it, you know, like it's like, I, uh, right. like my nudes, that could be anyone's penis, you know, right. that could there's be no any way to Jewish, link it to you. Yeah. There could be any Jewish guy with too many pubes penis, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just screamed. Ew. <laughs> well, I'm saying I, I, I just think like, yeah, I, I don't think that happens as much as guys would seem to want to do that. Like I like the the problem with guys is that we all we talk such big games, but we're all just not that way. I think I like to think that I, I right. like like there's so much talk of guys and sex. Like I, I'm that way on this podcast where like a lot of the I'm not faking it, but I'm saying a lot of the reasoning comes. I'm like, and it's because of his penis, you know, like <laughs> that. I could see how someone could take that explanation and be like, well, if you, if you had the chance to have sex, you think with your penis, you, all you do is have sex. It's like, no, 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 that's not what it means. That means I'm, that the, the mind is confused by a sexual conquest. To me, like that scenario you just said, I think would be like my big fear, especially if I'm like, I'm not necessarily worried that someone's going to like publish them on like, you know, Reddit, mm-hmm. but I still like the idea of, of a picture or an intimate picture that I've sent to someone even being like shown or like disseminated sure. even among like friends without me knowing, I think would be. Yeah. I, in, I in think the way of thinking of men is like the worst version of themselves is something that I don't think is like totally uncommon. No, that's why I, 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 you have to think of someone as the worst version of themselves. Right. I don't think women are doing that quite as much. I've never like heard of anyone being like, look at this guy's like, ever, like sending out the picture of the penis to the group chat. Sure. <laughs> I've never heard of that either though. Like right. I've never gotten, I've never, no group chat of mine has had a, everyone's gotten the video or everyone's gotten the picture, but I, right. I can't say that it won't happen. You know, like that's the, you know, it's, it's really difficult these things. Cause you don't want to say you're above it. Um, you hope that people, you know, you, you know, I, I, for like, what do you even say to this person? Because you're broken up and it's like, 
do you even want to remind that person that that's a thing they could do? You know, right. like, that's you know, like, <laughs> like, I think it's, I mean, it doesn't sound like it ended well. It sounded like it didn't end well. Right. Mm. Seems like there's, she's a little angry and has some animosity, but I think if I were her and it, and it was really something that was going to bother me. And every time I thought about it, I would have a sense of panic or like worry. I don't think it would be like so crazy to text him and be like, Hey, like, I know you would never do anything with them, um, mm. but I'm just like paranoid and it makes me feel a little weird. These pictures are out there. Would you mind deleting them from your phone? Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to like come at it. And then also like, hey, I think also coming at someone like that without like, hey, the dust is settled. We're over. This isn't a text about getting back with you. I don't want to discuss the nudes. I'm happy with that. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need to, like, discuss what you have or what you don't have. But also, even just saying that is a warning of, like, you're the only place I could come back to for those to exist. You know, like, right. like if they come if in a war, in a, in a, in a weird, if they ever come back to me in any way, I'll know where they came from. That's, like, almost what you're saying to the person, too. It's like, it's as much a an act you're as much asking them to uh, a favor I, I shouldn't say favor but you're as much asking them a like a in good conscience effort right. as you are warning them that it's on your mind if a nude came back you would know where it came from right you've got the tracking device on it and it's this yeah. conversation i i just think but this level of like you know, embarrassment now is like so much on steroids. Like, you know, the idea, like, this is why, like, it's, I, I can't imagine being in high school. Like the idea that like, you know, in high school, I would be so nervous that like, you know, all of us were probably nervous of like, Oh, the whole school's talking about me. The whole school knows that I was dumped. The whole right. school knows that I, I didn't go to the, you know, I had no one to go to prom with the whole school knows I, I, uh, the person said no to me asking them out. And like, it, that's what it used to be for us. Now you don't even have to be like in school anymore. It can happen on such a grander level, you know? And that's through social every, media, yeah. through social media. So like, that's everything. So like when I talk, like I've said this, like I've said this on the podcast in the past where it's like, I'm saying from the male point of view, you're not alone in being worried about being embarrassed online or embarrassed through a big dick pic. I'm saying like, or through a, a nude that you send, like that also works for him too. Like you have pics of him too. You have, you have things of his too. So like, I don't think this guy wants to be known as someone who goes around sending out someone else's nudes that they didn't agree to that. You know, I like, yeah. I'm saying like like uh, as much as you care about this he I think he cares there's both of you have social equity to lose is my point. Yeah. And I and that would, makes me feel more comfortable knowing I would agree with like that. you know what I mean like I I'm not saying like you don't want to ever play a game of like who has you know I got you so who you has can't the get most me on someone else <laughs> right that's yeah, a, that's I, a I, very slippery slope. But I'm saying like this woman would get like the world would come to her aid, you would you would think, or especially the online world, if like, you know, like, look at this dude who released her nudes on whatever sex site, you know, or wh wh right. whatever her first, her worst fear yeah. is. Yeah, I get, I get that there's some protection in that, but I also, yeah, I also think like, it's okay if that makes you uncomfortable that it's out there. 
I would. Oh, I'm not. I'm not trying yeah. to minimize that her discomfort. I, I, comp- I'm saying I understand it, and like I, I don't mean to minimize. I don't. Th- I hope I don't sound that way because I. Well, I, I think do- you're saying like like you're you're sort of walking through her worst case scenario. Yeah, and her worst case scenario is um, like to me if that happened, I'd be like, wow, that's shocking and sad, and I'm sorry that happened. Right. Yeah. No, that yeah, would be terrible, you know? and I think everyone would would definitely agree with that. Um, but I think, you know, if it, if it's going to bother you, ask for, ask for it, uh, to be deleted. If he's not a monster, he should say, sure. No problem. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Hey, listen, I know we shared some like nudes and stuff. I'm, I'm, I've deleted yours. Like, even if you say like, even referencing that you have some of his, like I've deleted yours. I hope you deleted mine. Um, I would appreciate if you deleted mine and you know, I wish you the best of luck, but exactly. That's it. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't think like anybody you'd have to think like if someone got defensive or weird from that text, it's like you barely even knew that person. Like, you know, like that person, right. was that person had like time. really almost no respect for you if they wouldn't just say, yep, yeah, sure. Of course. Of course. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. You want to do some awkward sex? Let's do it. 
Let's do some awkward sex. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. It always gets me a good laugh. Thought I would share a recent weird sexual experience. Hope you guys get a laugh as well, or maybe you won't. It's a bit cringe, so we'll see. I've been hooking up with one guy, one of my guy friends on and off for the past couple of years. We are in the same friend group and have a very flirtatious relationship, so sometimes one thing leads to another and we end up going home together. To keep it short and sweet, I guess you could call it a friends with benefits situation. Anyways, I'll get to the point. So this past weekend, we went home together after leaving the bar. I was not intending on having sex because it's my time of the month and I have never had sex while on my period. However, things got a little heated, so I decided I would give it a try. Here comes the weird part. After I said, okay, let's do it, he reaches over to his nightstand, grabs an empty Gatorade bottle, and hands it to me and says, here, for your tampon. (laughs) What a a gentleman. I I looked at him literally Uh, so confused and taken back. He was suggesting that I take my tampon out in front of him while lying on his bed. Drop it into an empty Gatorade bottle and put it in the nightstand. On the nightstand, I looked at him and said, "Um, no, I'm good. I can do that in the bathroom." <laughs> so I went to the bathroom, took care of what I needed to do, and then we picked up where we left off. I just can't get over how bizarre that was. Like, has he done that with a girl before? We were both drunk, and I've hooked up with him multiple times, and have never had a weird experience like that with him. But still, kind of odd, right? Can't wait to see what you guys call this one. I mean, that's that's pretty funny. And then he so, thought he was being so chivalrous. Uh, Milady, mil- <laughs> the, the garbage made of the garbage can made of other garbage for your tampon. <laughs> like, Please go ahead. Yeah, the oh, this, this is the tampon receptacle that I once drank out of, very hungover. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's Madame. so ma- it's so male. Yeah, I thought that was like very funny. Also, just that here's what I think. I feel like this is what what happens when men do weird stuff like this. Like one girl he was with, like did that in front of him and just put it maybe in a different bottle or something giving, similar. I, I'm sorry no? to interrupt you. You're giving him so much, much credit. credit. It is <laughs> like, no, this is men are very much caveman types. It is. You have trash. I have bottle for trash. Put trash in trash. I'll take care of it later. On to the fucking. Like that is, it is so one plus one plus one equals three that it is hard to believe. Like you and her both going like, has he done this before? Is that his thing? No, 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 no. You have some trash. That needed to be gotten rid of. He had That's a the solution. the first thing that came to his mind. That is the first... He looked over. It, it, men are... You know, I think a lot of times men are fixers. Men are like very <laughs> like much like... No, tampon in Gatorade. I throw away later. Like, this right. makes so much sense to me. Like, like, listen, I'm sure there are women out there, my girlfriend included, with stories like this that are like not... like. Sometimes my girlfriend will be like, you shit on the back of the toilet. And I'll go, and, and I'll go no. And like to me, I'm like, oh, no problem. Sorry about that. And I'll go in there and I'll take a napkin and I'll just wipe it off and put it in. She goes, and then like she'll look at me and go, use the soap. Like, do you didn't use any soap? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. Like, I, like, I act like, I've ne- like, oh, of course. Like, like to her, it's such a deep-rooted issue. And I'm like, and to me, I'm like, Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll use some soap. I didn't think you'd want that. Like, it's, and it kind of like, you know, 
Right. With no, no sense of like, that's not, I, I have had that moment too while living together, just being like, that is, that's not how we do things. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, to, like exactly. So this situation is a, this isn't how we do things situation. Right. Where he, he's just <laughs> the, the, the fastest point, but the the quickest uh, between two points is a straight line. That's an old like mathematic. Right. The 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 what are they? I, I'm messing up the phrase, but it's is the a straight way between two points. I don't, I don't think a straight I've line. And okay. a lot of women will do, you know, no, but we got to go over here, and I got to take a shower, and I got to dry my hair. Like when a guy goes out, it's like, oh, we're going out. I'm leaving the house. Like when a girl goes out, no, but we got to think. Like, should we shut Where are off? We going? Where yeah. are we going? And how are we getting there? And what shoes do I wear? Like, there's so much more thought for women. Yeah. What would you do? I don't understand how men live alone. <laughs> we One time, I'll tell you, even if you want to hear a gross story, I'll embarrass myself right now. Well, let's hear one it. One time, um, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, one time I, uh, I was living alone and my buddy came to visit me. And, and listen. All my friends with girlfriends, because I was like the last one to have a serious, serious relationship. So they all look, they would be with girlfriends and li- live with their girlfriends for two years. And then all of a sudden they were like knew how to live. Like, so like, fuck off all these people. Now so that I'm, you're in it, though, you, you get it, right? Well, now that I'm in it, I'm <laughs> like, oh, I do like, you know, having the bed made. You know, like, right. I do like... These linen you know, sheets are quite crispy. Yeah, it <laughs> is nice. Like, these are all things that I like. And you sound like an idiot because you're like, I never thought of a uh, of a top sheet. You right. know, <laughs> like, and, and so one time my buddy came over and he, like, saw my apartment. He was like, this is fucking gross. Like, I was living alone. And to the left of, I, I had like a one bed, I had a junior one bedroom. So when you walked in, you could go left and there was a kitchen. You go right and there was the living room and then the living room led to the bedroom. And then to the side of the bedroom, there would be my bed and then there was a window that looked over the street. Does this make sense? Yeah. So he walked in my room and then on the other side, between my bed and the window, there was just tissue paper on the ground. And he's like, you fucking gross idiot. These are cum rags. And I was like, and I was like, no. And I was like, yeah, he's right. And so basically, for a minute. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good defense. It's a very male defense. And, and he knew what it was. And I listen, it's not like I never cleaned him up. But I, for what I just, you know. For whatever I, reason, that there's, there's month, no, they were there. Listen, if someone hates me, they hate me even more now. So I'm just saying that trip over, he saw like two gobs of toilet or of of paper, you know, of uh, tissue paper. Right. And to him, like I just sit in my apartment and like masturbate and then take the tissue and just throw it like I'm a fucking otter, you know, in, in a dam, of, um, creating a dam of, of cum tissue. It reminds me of Big Daddy. You know, like yeah. when he gets the kid, <laughs> just throws it on the ground. He just like puts him into like the the tub and just like yeah. doesn't know what to do with him and just lets him like pee everywhere. Big Daddy's <laughs> the best example. Like he's like, oh, you pee outside, put down some newspaper. You know, like that. It, that's to me is the, and it's like, oh, I came into a tissue, throw it on the other side. No one will see it because it's between the bed and the window. You know, like it's right. it's all gross and stupid. I'm I'm not proud of myself, so. Well, you've come a long way. Um, <laughs> Have you, has anything like this happened to you where the guy's just like, 
here's a here's Not, a like a, a bedroom, you know, a, a, like a. Put put it in this old Chinese food box, like I would say, not in like a, that the sexual way, but like indefinitely and like around the apartment. I could say some things like mm. we'll try to use like the Amazon boxes as like storage containers, and like that's okay. not what we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how we do. It's like you're acquainting someone with the rules of um of the apartment. They didn't know the rules. Now they know the rules. I've had that so many times with Jess and I. That's happened so where she's just like, no, no, no. And now I kind of like try to say the dumbest thing ever. Like my mom sent this gift the other day and she goes, where are we going to put it? I was like, oh, we'll put it on top of the record player under the TV. And she was like, no, shut the fuck up. Like, she's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, it's like when you do something wrong so that you don't have to do it again. So the person's like, well, I'll just do it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's kind of how I'm trying to live my life right now. Right. What would you call this? I would call the gator aid her in getting her tampon out. <laughs> that's a, I, loved, I, I, I loved every bit of that trip we just took. I love that. Thank you. It was long. Um, I, the Gatorade garbage. The okay. uh, um, the what is the. What's the flavor? There's like cool blue. Uh, what is it called? It's like ice mist. I don't fucking know. There's. So the <laughs> blue crush or something. What is it? Uh, the cool blue dumpster. <laughs> the rain bear <laughs> rainberry receptacle. There you go. Uh, lemon lime. <laughs> I don't know. There's gotta be something. I kept thinking, like, is it in you? That oh, was like their that. old That's campaign. Good. Is it in you? It's like in it. here. Yeah, that was like my thought. Um, the sex quencher. The sex quencher. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There, it, it, please send us yours because there's gotta be better ones than what I'm saying and what you're. We're all. Yeah. Coming to no, it's fun. This is not even a Gatorade commercial. No, <laughs> this is the anti-ad. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yes, let's do it. We're going to do an email. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. Hey, J&J, love the pod. I'll get right to it. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years. We're both in our mid-30s. We've lived together for over a year, and it's been great. We've talked about getting married and having kids the whole nine. 
In 2019, we discussed moving our relationship forward in 2020, starting with getting a bigger apartment. We live in a studio now. Then getting engaged, having a cute little city hall wedding, and probably trying start to probably start trying for kids by the end of the year. Then COVID happened. And we both we both lost our jobs in our fields, and we are still struggling to find new ones even now, six months later. We've been doing okay financially due to savings and such, but have definitely been careful with our expenses. Now that things are getting semi back to nor- normal in the city, I'm beginning to feel like okay, it's been six months of the plans being on hold. Let's get back to them. But I, I don't know the right approach I should take. I'm completely aware that we're not in the most ideal financial spot for marriage and kids, but at the same time, my biological clock is not pandemic proof. As we've been living our unemployed new normal, he seems to be getting comfortable and dragging his feet on our future. Is it too much pressure to start bringing up our future again now and try to get, get him to step it up, or should I be a little patient with this pandemic lull we are in and assume that we aren't moving forward due to finances, and once we both find jobs again, he will deliver? I hope this makes for a good topic as I'm curious if any other listeners have had to put a pin on moving forward in their relationship due to COVID and finances. Thanks again for saving dating every week. That's us. So if we save the day, um, I have some thoughts. I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's exclusive to just people in relationships. I think everyone has put a hold in their life. Like you've seen, a lot of people have had that. Like, I see that meme of, like, this year doesn't count towards my age. And I, I think a lot of people are feeling that, right? Yeah. I think there's this big sense of, like, literally, like, it's really hard to, to move forward in any aspect of doing anything because, like, the future is so uncertain. So no one really knows exactly where they're going to be in six months. Whereas, you know, a year ago, I think people had a, a, or thought they were going to have, like, a little bit of a clearer picture of where their year is going to go. So I think that. There is a sense of like, did I waste this year? If you're single, it's kind of like, oh, I took six months off from dating. Like, mm-hmm. do I don't get that? T- do I not get that time back? Like, it kind of sucks. That doesn't count. Or if you're, you know, if you're someone like you who's like on the road, it's like you had to take sure a break from that. Is that well, like, yeah, you- I, yeah, I think like also like I was thinking like I'm doing material on the road and I'm like, and I'm getting frustrated with myself and I'm like, yeah. Like, why don't I have this many new minutes or this many new? And it's like, yeah, you took off three, four months from like things you would normally do, be doing. You shouldn't be where you were, where you thought you'd be in September 2020. Right. Like, and I there's, think. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, I, I, I don't think she expects that. I, she sounds pretty reasonable. Like he, throughout her email, it doesn't seem like she's like wedding crazy. The idea that she was like, we thought we'd have like a small, uh, have a cute little city hall wedding. Like, I don't know what about this year takes you off track for that. Like, the I think the problem becomes when you start grouping them all together. She's like, my biological clock isn't stopped by COVID. It's like, okay, well, one thing has to come before the other anyways. Right. I, I understand her like mental spiral. <coughs> sure. Because <laughs> um, I've gotten that before too. I mean, even like, trying to plan like a wedding in this pandemic it's like yeah like it would be safer to like not do it for like longer than like mm-hmm. i want it to do it right it doesn't mm-hmm. it kind of makes like, saying very little like, sense to rush that sure being like hey let's do 2022 is like right. a little ridiculous but also maybe the right move at the same time well that's mike's thought right there there therein lies our difference yeah but for i think uh 
and I don't want to say it's just for women, but I do think there's a sense of like, okay, like I'm 31 now. Like, I don't know if I want to get married in like two years. Like I want, you know what I mean? And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily make sense logistically. Like six months is not really going to make a difference in someone's like mm-hmm. biological timeline. Like I get what I, but I understand what she's saying in terms of like every mo- every extra time I wait is like, potentially it's going to make something harder than it has to be. But listen, I, uh, that's, that's exactly what we're saying. We're saying similar things where it's like, if you push off getting married six months, you're pushing off getting the kid by a year. You right. know, like, it, it, again, like those things, like it's up the line, the totem pole of things that are going on. So it's like, you know, it's funny. Like uh, Jess has been, will, will joke with me. She'll go, oh, do you want to be an old dad? <laughs> and it's like, you know, and I'm like, that doesn't work on me. And then uh, it's like, it doesn't. <laughs> well, that's one of my you, favorite lines. And then you go <laughs> and then you start to think of it. You're like, I guess if we're not married by third, like by Thursday, not, by, then, yeah, I- <laughs> then, then the kid is going to, you know, doesn't come till I'm 40. You know, like every it, it, it does. Now I you start to go right. like, oh, OK. Like you, you look outwards. It's like if the I don't marriage think men have... plan the same way that we do. Like we've been, oh, absolutely like we, not. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry I, to inter- interrupt what you're saying, but like that all, like the thing where you're like, it didn't even occur to you. Like that stuff we think about, not all of us, but like a lot of people I know, we're thinking about constantly. Like, what does this mean? I mean, we're and we're working with shorter timelines than you, so I sure. guess it makes sense. Yeah, a lot of men are living like the Gatorade bottles next to the bed and just like grabbing it when they need it. You know, like it's um, right. With, oh, we're in trouble. Here's a Gatorade bottle to put your tampon in. Like that's kind of how <laughs> a lot of men are living kind of day. But, you know, to say we don't list, it's definitely thought of. I, I think like for this woman that wrote in, having that conversation is not absurd. I agree, especially if they've talked about it before and they were at one time on the same page. I can understand why she's like, I don't want to, I can understand why she's like, I don't want to stress him out if he's like out of work. And then I'm kind of like, well, what's going on with like our three-year plan? Well, I, to me, I don't think the plans have to change. I think the, the outlook on what, the, what those plans, how those plans will be enacted has to change. Like... Mm-hmm. The idea that you can't get married because of COVID is is a little ridiculous. Like, no, I agree, especially if you're doing a city hall wedding. Like, but this is this is my right. point. Like, you know, like, listen, I know some brides right now that are saying, like, how could I not get the wedding of my dreams? And it's like, you got to be reasonable that dreams have to change based on the weather that's going on outside. Like, you right. know, if you guys are sitting here six months unemployed and you're like, you know, pinching pennies a little bit, which is totally understandable. You say to him, like, I, if your goal is like, hey, I want us to be married, you have to be reasonable about how that marriage is going to happen in the world without jobs that is pinching pennies. Like, so I, I think, like, you can't just have everything you want. That's just the reality of life. So, like, if you dreamt of the big, huge wedding with the gown, like, okay, then, like, I remember when I was looking for an apartment, um, my mom is like is very much the type of person who just is like just get it all, you know. Like my mom is that type of person. Like oh, we'll have more, 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 and extra. And I was like, you know, I'm looking at this place in Harlem, and she was like, 
well, do you want to be in Harlem? I was like, well, I do want outdoor space. And she's like, well, look downtown if you want to be. I'm like, that's not how it works. If you go, you know, this is kind of like you're trying to fit what what are the things you want versus the things you can deal with. So it's like, right. do you want to be married to this person? Yes. Can I deal with, uh, you know, two, my mom and dad being there as witnesses with one, you know, guy with a guitar? You know, instead right. of the huge marriage. You know what I mean? That like, doesn't it- seem tied to the finances, really. Like, I agree. That part seems, like, separate. Like, you could probably start there. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, I, I totally agree. Where it's like, I just think she's so caught up on, like, the cost of it. It's like, well, what do you really want? You know, like, if you want a big wedding, then you might have to wait. If you want think- a s- smaller wedding and you can... If you could be, you know, there's a negotiation to be had. Right. Well, she said she wants the city hall wedding. So to me, it's not really about the wedding. It's about the kids. Because she keeps mm-hmm. saying, I'm in my mid-30s. I, yeah. Like, the pandemic has, like, you know, caused some financial strain. But, like, my ovaries don't really care about that. Which sure. I get. She's kind of like, I'm not really, like, it's just because, like, um, the world has kind of stopped for, this for like, six months. Like, my body is still aging. I get what mm-hmm. she's saying. We're like, and I get, and I understand her dilemma of like, this isn't really the perfect time to do this because we're like strapped for, for cash and we like don't necessarily feel like financially secure. But I understand her being like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because it's like the, like there is like a clock on it in some ways. Yeah. And there's also like the idea of like, you know, you know, the, this is the practical conversations that you have to have. Like, right. You know, like, I, you know, a baby can come before marriage. Like that, you know, marriage doesn't mean that a baby, you know, like I. Or you could you could have a baby on limited financial resources if you like can figure it out and have a plan. Yeah, I think they have a big conversation to have. Like I, I think he'll react. Like, but I, my point isn't to say like what they should or shouldn't do. It's like when you have this conversation to say like, well, I don't want to get married because of what's going on like to me that's an excuse like that, right. that means you you know you can look at it and go well covid made me re reevaluate what i want in life and a partner isn't one of those things right well that, that's that's one way that's different than well we got to wait because of covid <laughs> you know right. like i but it's hard. The, what about the kids part of it um, uh, covid has made me think i don't want to bring a kid into this world and now it's like okay well now we're really talking well, what now if he's really... like, I don't, you know, I don't feel comfortable having a kid when I don't, I'm not confident in my ability to support it yet. Uh, you might have to leave that person. You know, that, I mean, I, I mean, the, the thing is, that's why you date, that relationships change over time. Like it, it starts right. as one thing and then becomes another. And it's like, everyone has needs, two people with two different needs and you hope that they crisscross. Like, I, I feel for her because it's like, what sucks is she's working against a clock. Like he, he could, they could break up tomorrow because she's like, well, I got to find someone who wants what I want. And then he could be 10 years later, be the old dad and be 55, you know, 45 right. having a kid with someone else, you know, like that's kind of the unfair. Yeah, that's what, that's the, the tough part I think about like being in her shoes where she has to kind of like, she can't really just like be chill. 
She's no, gotta make a I move. mean, being chill, being chill is overrated. I, I, I think being like, there's a point where it's like, hey, um, like I want marriage and kids still. Do you still want those things? Like, let's put money aside. Like I, and that becomes a part of it. Like, let's start at this. Like, I want my parent, uh, uh, marriage and kids. Do you still want those things? Because six right. months ago you wanted those things, uh, and then he says yes, and it's like, do you want those things with me? And it's like, I think a lot of times as a man, I, you're rated, you're rated later in life off of your ability to like handle providing for that marriage and kids, you know? Right. I think it has changed a little bit more now where it's like, I don't think that, I think we've had this conversation before and you've been like, you know, you don't want to, you wouldn't want Jess to look at you and be like, fucking loser why can't you pay for college but it's like sure. now i do think it's kind of like if someone can't pay for college it's like you as a team are losers <laughs> i i i <laughs> not, or not, I, not not to say that people can't pay for college are I, losers, I, but like I, I hear that but that's you know i'm just saying you know like i agree with that it's changed you're now a team that whole thing but it's like also like i think a lot of men hold on to that old thing right as part of like in the same way women hold on to like old things of like, oh, I can't ask a guy on the date. He should ask me, you know, like, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's right or it should be that way. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're going to speak to this guy's motivations and and what he's most worried about, like, you know, to me, I'm like, you know, you know, moving in with Jess was like a lot to do with like I was ready for the next step because I felt confident that I could enter into that next step you know considering career and considering where and then now you know like you know there is the thought like when we move downtown into an apartment together it's like and then like you're sitting there being like oh we could have been saving you know a a cool thousand a month if we had just stayed uptown you know like i i i have those thoughts but like i but i didn't go in with that you know, I went in thinking like, okay, I, I live in a world where it's like you, you catch what you eat or you eat what you catch. So I do understand the risk involved and I was prepared for that risk. So, you know, some people, if you're not, then that's a big part of why they hold back their lives. I, yeah. I mean, I think I, I agree with what you were saying also about her saying like, this is what I want and this is what I need. And like, if you were like, like if you're, still interested like we'll figure out a way to do it yeah i i I think the big thing too and is is no guy that you're talking about marriage with you know and i i'm not saying not to bring this up but like the next thing is kids like it's like going on the subway like the next stop is the next stop like right hey i want marriage and kids what about uh, do we want to go uh you know but marriage comes first what are you thinking you know, like he can't really unhear that, you know? Right. Yeah. I think you can bring it up. I think you can say like, I think you can also be like sensitive to someone's kind of being like you said, like feeling like they're not ready because of like the, fi- sure. the finance thing. I think that's a very real fear. I don't think that's like an excuse. Um, but I think you can say like, I get sort of, you understand where they're coming from. I get where you're coming from. I, 
I'm also would be a little stressed about having a kid right now, but like, I think we can at least get married. And, um, I think that if we really want a kid, like we're obviously both looking for jobs, like we're going to, we can figure out a way to like make it happen because. Yeah. I think the way, but when we talked about you getting engaged and when you said to Mike, like, are you going to do this? You know, <laughs> I think that's part of it. Like, I think she has to have kind of do that. Right. Too. Is this like, still you, happening? Right. Is this still <laughs> happening? Like, are you going <laughs> to like, and, and also like she sounds, I, again, her email sounds very reasonable. Um, but I think also like dropping that knowledge of like, whatever the wedding is, I understand. Like, I'm just looking to like move. I want life to move forward and I want it to move forward with you. And, right. and if you don't want to move forward, we have to talk about that. Yeah. I think that's a totally fair conversation. If, as long, as long, it's okay for someone to be like a little hesitant. I think can see like why someone would be. And I think that's understandable, but I think that if they're not willing to have a conversation about it, that's a totally different problem. Yeah. And, but also here's what I'll, I, I'll give her inside of my brain, which is probably similar to his. It's like, we know the, we hear the female top clock ticking. We always hear it. So when a guy, and, and it happens at every level loud. of, it's <laughs> loud. The clock is ticking way louder in your head, but it's so loud in your head that we can hear it. So it, it this has, you get, you get the, uh, the vibration. Yeah. I'm in the next building and you got a loud clock on your building. And I'm just saying it happens at every level when girls are like, you know, oh, he says he wasn't ready for a relationship. I didn't even bring up a relationship. No, it doesn't matter. We heard your tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. We hear it at every level. You hear it at one date. You hear it at three dates when they're like, oh, I, I don't know if I should, you know, when you're about to like get, in, you know, intimate. And they're like, I don't know, I, I should. You hear tick-tock, tick-tock, I want a relationship, tick-tock. And you're like, well, why didn't you have sex with me on that third date? Well, he heard the TikTok, and to other, he's moved on to someone where the TikTok wasn't as loud, you know. So, right. This, I mean, that's, so, it's tough for us, but I, I mean, it, you must understand also rationally, like that why that makes sense. This is the this is what I'm saying. Like, you're not crazy for wanting these things. He, if he says to you, "What?" Like, it's you know, last week we talked about what are we like. The idea that you're asking someone, what are we? And they have no idea why you're asking that question is crazy. Right. It's never quite as out of the blue as you might think it would be. Nothing's out of the blue. Nothing's. This guy knows what he said. He knows that you're on hold because of COVID. So anytime you're afraid of like being vulnerable with your significant other, they're ha they've had these thoughts. They've heard your clock. And right. it, it's it's hard for them to, you know, like I, I, cause I have this too. Like, listen, Jess and I moved in, um, moved in, in what? April, April. I hear it. I know the, the, the next thing's up. Yeah. I hear the clock. It's on the table. It's on the table. That's the next, you know, listen, that's a, you get like, you get like a three to six month grace period between uh, stages and then it's on the table. Absolutely. And this happens with marriage and then they, you know, three months later, kids, what do we, right. you hear <laughs> what, what are we doing? <laughs> and the clock gets louder every month. So, and it, listen, again, I'm not saying I'm being dragged into anything. It's more just like, yeah, life's got to like, got to happen, 
you know, like again, just saying, do you want to be an old dad? Like, oh, I guess I never thought of it that way. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, my back, I can't pick up my kid. Like, I don't know, you know, but then, you know, it's, it's very difficult, but it's also just know that anything on your mind, the person you're dating, it's on their mind too, but just maybe different, but it's right. there. And these are good conversations, I think, as practice for like actually being married. Because if you can't bring up the fact that like this is something that's on your mind and you're thinking of and gives you anxiety, then like there's a lot of other things you're not gonna be able to talk about. Listen, I'm having trouble talking about it with you. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and there's nothing and, on the line. And here, there's yeah. nothing on the line, and it's hard. I I just I feel for her because, but I also again like if I looked at Jess and I was like, and she was like, well, what's going on with wedding stuff and i was like listen i you know i'm in a different spot than i was six months ago with with shows and with my career and i'd like you know another month to like figure that out and she was like well um the four seasons is waiting that's not helping me <laughs> feel better about it <laughs> you know if she was like well whatever we have to do just as long as we're together that's a different perspective right no that's true and i mean like that that answer of hers could could be a little different depending on where she was in the, the clock. Yeah, the Ritz is on the phone. They need a date. You know, right. like that's fucking, you know, I'm just saying like how how negotiable are you is is a is a part of this too. And it's okay if you're not that negotiable. I think that's like okay if you have like because if you're being too negotiable after a certain point, you're like not getting your needs met. But are you nego well, I would I would only disagree to say you have to be negotiable with something. Yeah, you can give on other things. So or like, like you like, can say like we'll figure it out together, but there you can say like but this is like something that I kind of have as a non-negotiable. You well, you could say time is a non-negotiable. Right. Yeah, like Money I want I want to have a child and there there is a time limit on that. That's sure. not something that I can control. Sure. Yeah. Time is a non-negotiable. Uh seven-piece band at the wedding, negotiable. Negotiable. You know, you know right. like that's these are the you know, I, um, yeah, it's, it's all difficult. I, 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 again, I'm, I'm hearing this and I'm getting fucking hives. anxious and hives. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, please come to my shows, jaredfree.com. <laughs> Let me move on with my life. Jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Let's play some games. And I'm getting sent. I'm getting DM'd a lot of game ideas. Send them like in. What? U U P at Betches.com. Just like Red Flag Deal Breakers, Would You Rathers, oh, Fuck Mary, yeah. Fuck Mary Kills. Um, you know, send them in. Send well, them in. We're down for new game ideas. Let's do it. All right. Red Flag or Deal Breaker? He thinks Swiss chard is a charred form of Swiss cheese. If you want the backstory, my boyfriend went to order us some empanadas from a food truck once, and when he came back, I asked what kind he got. He replied, the two cheese ones. I was checking the menu, and the only one I saw with cheese was ham and cheese. The other ones included the others included ones like carnitas mushroom and one called Swiss chard. Needless to say, when he bit into the Swiss chard one and figured out it's a leafy green and not cheese, I ended up eating that one. Quickly realized he was a bit too sheltered and ended up breaking up with him a few months later. Sincerely, uh, cheesy greens. <laughs> Does that well, make someone sheltered? I guess that's, like, what I, that's what I'm wondering. Are they I don't know if sheltered? It's the right word. It's more like uncultured. I don't mind someone being uncultured or or dumber. I guess I dumber is not the right word. I don't mind someone being 
um, less refined, less refined, as long as they're knowingly less refined. And I think like for women, what's got to be awful is dating guys that are super confident and loud and they're just loud, stupid. <laughs> That's the worst kind of loud. <laughs> That's right. So like, I wouldn't want to be on a double date while my girlfriend's sitting there going, Swissy chard. I love Swissy chard and not knowing what it is. Right. I'll you have know? the gnocchi. Yeah. The gnocchi. The gnocchi. The gnocchi. Yeah. Right. right? What, like, uh, it's not about sheltered as much as it's like, right. does he, yeah. like, I, ha- I have so much in me of like, am I saying the right thing before I say it? I know I don't sound it on this podcast, but I'm like, am I the stupidest guy in here? Like, I always try to think of that first. I think we all have those moments, though. So I think like every now and then it's okay to like let one go. Like we all yeah. like kind of like we just like in the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about how to pronounce um, Raleigh. Raleigh. Yeah. Which I just learned. So I could see how someone <laughs> if I was out with someone and I was saying that word, they would be like, oh, like I'm, this is like embarrassing with this person who doesn't know how to say this. Um, <laughs> doesn't even know. So lo- I think it's okay to let a little of that go. I think they have to be a little embarrassed. Like I'd be a little embarrassed about it. Think they have to be a little embarrassed about it too. Sure. I. I. I also, I. If I said Swiss chard and it's got the two cheese one, and someone's like, you know chard, like, you know chards, like, like or whatever. They, I. I'd be like, oh, like they, like I. I. I would have to like put my hat in my hand and go. I'm sorry. I'm a fucking idiot. Like I. I right. I need the other. I need the other person to not defend. Like, I think. There's so little taking the loss now. Like so few people just take Are the L. Are able to do it, yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't be with someone who couldn't take the L. Like, yeah, I'm an idiot. Look at me. You know, I need yeah, to have or, some. Oh, that's embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, need, I need some acknowledgement that this was a dumb moment. Right, yeah. I mean, Mike and I pronounce things wrong to each other all the time, so I guess that's... I'll I mean, do it with sports players. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's fine. I... Listen, I'm a stupid idiot, so I'm not above anyone in this. I, but I just need awareness. That's really what I'm looking for. Roger Goodall. Goodell, yeah. <laughs> well, also on this topic, like you want someone who's like a good corrector. Like I, like like if I called it, like if I, if you said Roger Goodall, and I was like, it's Goodell, idiot. Like. <laughs> What are you? What's wrong with you? You abusive right. asshole. Yeah, you need, it's the way you talk to each other. I think that's a huge part of it. Totally. All right. Next one. Yeah. Was scrolling through TikTok when this red flag or deal breaker came to mind. Everything is perfect, but then you find out he she posts cringy thirst traps on TikTok. Example below. At first, this guy is really hot, but then I see him do all this shit. So I'm going to click on it. This guy is pretty good looking. I'll give her that. I can tell it's kind of like any example of being turned off by someone's social media. Anyway, his TikTok says things I I need to stop being. I'm looking at it. Yeah. And then it says horny. (laughs) (laughs) He is good looking. And this is like, this is the TikTok look for young men. Big fluffy hair in the front. This is a look. This is like the good looking dude, little scruff, big fluffy hair in the front. Um, yeah, that would be a deal breaker for me. Um, I don't think I'd be able to like really take someone like that seriously. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, TikTok is so like, 
again, it's also a younger website. So I, I, uh, but there's so much of this, like there's so much like, Oh, you thought I was this thing. And then it's like, poof, I'm in a hot dress or something, you know, like, well, can you imagine? I mean, like, I guess we were sort of there for that, but like when Facebook came out, it's like, you had mm. no idea what someone was like on social media. Oh, until- totally. I mean, well, that, that's kind of like, that's got it. It changes throughout the eras. Like, back for us like if someone got married out of college and then you come to find out your wife or your husband is a facebook comment asshole right that would like ugh, really what happened to us you know like but then as you grow older then you find out that they're an instagram a lot of you have been asking person and then you're like oh shit how did this happen like it's scary again we talked about this on past episodes about like what does your partner become throughout time? Like that changes. Right. It's scary. And the way that you, it's tough when you have to like see it instead of like personally experiencing it. Cause there are people where you're like, Oh, this person seems like so like normal mm. in person. And then you go on their Instagram and you're like, what oh, happened? I hate you. Yeah. 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 What, what? <laughs> well, I mean, Jess, when we first met, she was like, you seem like a big douche. And I was like, <laughs> Well, I didn't mean to sound that way, but then she was like, no, but it it wasn't different, but I got it more once I heard your tone and your inflection and, you know, the way you talk. Well, that's also your job. You have like a character, like a character. Yeah. I mean, in a way, way, I'm I'm calling people, I guess I'm, I'm making fun of people in the way I would make fun of people to my friends. And I think when you're talking to friends and they know your background, like I think, the more I do on social media, the more someone follows me on social media, the more they know where I'm coming from. Right. They get the like ins and outs as opposed yeah. to just like one general story. Um, but I so don't that- think I, 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 would you dump someone for this behavior? For that TikTok? Yeah. Dating now? Horny. Yes. <laughs> Maybe like, cause also that would just show me that that was like kind of what they were looking for. Sure. But maybe if I was like in college and that was like the thing, I think yeah. I'd probably be fine with it. It depends what's uh, how serious of a depends how loudly the clock is ticking. <laughs> tick tock, yeah. tick tock. Yeah, there it is. Exactly. Um, um, let's do one more. All right. They send you a Google Calendar invite for your first date. I'd be okay with this, but it would be um, the idea of casual with them would be out the window. Like, okay, so that's a good thing to do if you want if, to show that you're not casual. If you, if you want to tell someone that you are there to fucking date to find someone that you're going to be with, this date is a purposeful, meaningful first date that you are interview. It, it would feel more interviewish. So you're because as a guy, if I got I like that, I'd that. Be, yeah, it all like, sounds great to me. Yeah, I don't see very many. Um, I, that <laughs> when you go out with someone, you kind of have in your head. You're like, okay, here are the percentages. Like. It's fifty percent good time, or fifty percent like I'm meeting someone that I could end up with. Fifty percent, maybe this will be a crazy date that ends up with us going to bar to bar to bar, and then hooking up, and 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 who knows what will happen after that. When I get the Google invite, it would be like, okay, this has gone from fifty fifty to like one. Like (laughs) there's like no chance of that. And there was probably a chance I would cancel. Most people aren't sending you a Google invite to have sex. Yeah, no, 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 no. (laughs) And if they, (laughs) if they did, like, I'd be like, well, it would have to be like 
the the weirdest we'd have to have like it would be like the type of sex where it's like yeah we gotta get all our supplies ready so right. you know, it would have to be kinky weird shit i would love if a guy did this i think it was super hot oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has the location good, and yeah. the exact time oh <laughs> uh, oh take me it take me <laughs> to my other meetings <laughs> yeah absolutely i'm a, i'm a lot of fun as you can tell so uh, uh, <laughs> Fun and casual. That's what they call Jordana. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's Listen, our episode. We did it again. Um, please don't get angry about my feelings on the nudes. I don't think I said anything. I don't think you said anything bad either. I think bad, you were uh, honest, and um, that's what people are here for. That's right. So, listen, um, we're here every Wednesday. Keeps If you're here right now and you got to this point of the episode, that means you got value out of it. Right, Jordana? Exactly. So what I'm going to ask you to do is make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. Tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch. We'll be back next week. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPpod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.